This is Principal Rast, and I support this message. Today's episode was only possible by the support of this sponsor. Paca Library. When in doubt, go to the library. The Paca Library is a state-of-the-art reference and information center designed to provide a community space for students and the community to gain knowledge, skills, and disposition for learning and personal development that they will use throughout their lives. Paca Library also has online resources such as Destiny, Project Muse, Britannica School, Britannica Scola, Britannica Scolar, and JSTOR. Please be sure to contact them at library at paca.com.br or phone number 592-299538. Hey guys, Mr. Franco here. Hope you're all doing great. Uh, this week we're going to talk about uh, a really dark moment in the history of humans, in the history of humanity, and in the history of the universe. We're going to talk about the fall. What is the fall? Well, God had created all things perfect. He had made man in his likeness and his image. We learn about Imago Day, And when things were just perfect, something happened. And with that moment in history, things changed. They changed because sin was introduced, and with sin, brokenness. And especially brokenness in the relationship between God and man. You guys know the story. The story is that Eve um, ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And by doing that, um, because she was deceived by the serpent, uh, who told her that if she did so, she would be like God. She would be independent. By doing that, she broke the relationship with God because God cannot accept sin. His perfectness cannot accept anything that is related to sin. So this week we are going to talk about the fall. We'll talk a little bit about the doctrine of the fall. What is it that we believe about the fall? To do that, I invited a buddy of mine from Texas. His name is Randy Fuller. Randy is uh, a pastor and he is also a worship leader. Um, He is a worship leader and pastor at Northbrook Church, um, close to Fort Worth, Texas, actually um, close to North Richland Hills. Uh, He used to be the worship leader and pastor at the Village Church Fort Worth. This is a guy that loves Jesus, lives it out, trusts the Lord, has a great family, and has uh, had a lot of impact on my life. So I wanted to invite him for uh, a conversation with us today. What's up, dude? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. I haven't had a haircut since uh, March. <laughs> I like it, man. <laughs> uh, my only saving grace is that uh, Allie cuts my hair. Yeah, and it always looks good. What was the name of that Thanks, place man. you used to go in Fort Worth? Uh, oh, uh, District Barbershop? District, yeah, District Barbershop. Yeah. Man, I miss Texas. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe you guys have been down there a month already. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, been a month. Uh, it's been uh, so. That's awesome. It is. It's the little things that make up for it. It does. So I don't want to take much of your time. So with the students, what we're we're talking, we've I'm I'm in charge of the survey of the Old Testament this year for um, my tenth graders. We started with um, looking at the formation of the canon. We looked at uh, 
some uh, formation of the canon. We talked about authority of scripture. Um, and then we, I got some of the stuff from Jen Wilkin on biblical Bible literacy. Um, and I presented them to the kids on, you know, comprehension, interpretation, and then application, trying to figure out the right way of doing it. So start to create a habit of doing that right. Otherwise, one day they'll be in a home group and everybody's going to have some different interpretation about John 3.16. And, <laughs> and just really working some of that uh, there. So then once they got these tools, we just jumped in and we did the Doctrine of Creation, um, where we talked about creator and um, creature distinction. We talked about God creating things out of nothing. And this week is the week of the fall. And I just talked to them about 30 minutes ago on some of the elements of the fall. We talked about the narrative, you know, and how it's a bad news of scripture. It's, it's, it's when the world gets broken. We talked about what it is to be whole and what it is to be broken, especially with respect to God having created us with the purpose of giving him glory. And when something got broken, we, there was an issue with the relationship with him, but there was an, also an issue with um, us being finding joy because we just are not whole anymore. We're broken. And, and, and not only man got broken, the universe, everything uh, got touched by sin. And then we yeah. also talked about... Um, you know, sinful nature and how it has come from Adam and the source through. And then we talk about total depravity that even though we try really hard and we want really hard to do good things, we can't. There's just, we have a bent, we have a total inability of being righteous or doing right, righteous deeds. And then what I, we were about to start and we'll, on Friday, we'll talk about is just the good news. Uh, it doesn't end there. And there is the good news, you know, when, when God comes and talks to Adam and Eve, he introduces, he sees him in, in the morning in the garden, and he introduces uh, the gospel. So my question to you, Randy, like, what is this good news? How does that, uh, what, how do you think that that good news fills the gap of this brokenness? How does it bring wholeness again between us and God? Yeah, and it's so good. And it's, it, I'm so glad, uh, thankful that you guys are taking time to talk so much uh, in depth about the fall and, and uh, dedicating so much to them, not because it's, awesome by any means uh yeah. but because because the good news is only only that that good if you understand how bad the bad news really yeah. is and the bad news really is bad like there is is nothing that we can do uh on our own we can't um you know the bible tells us that that our good deeds what we would say are good deeds are as filthy rags uh to god and and they they aren't they can't even they have no place in his courtroom in his, uh, in, in his palace. And so, um, so being utterly helpless in that regard, um, is, it, yeah, it's, it's our hopeless estate, but, uh, the, the good news. And, and like you talked about in, in Genesis three, after the fall, when God came looking for them, he introduced the gospel. He, 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 even in that moment, like Adam and Eve tried to fix their nakedness and they're broken and they, they sewed leaves together. Well, we all know that that is not going to, that's not going to yeah. work. It's not going to cover yeah. nakedness for long. That's yeah. going to leaves dry up and they'll break. And it, it's just, it's not that, but, but even then God introduced and, and, and covered them with animal skins, which meant that death entered in and, and, and something had to die in order for them to be covered 
like some an animal had to bleed or some something there there was a, a demand for justice a demand for blood um and so even uh, in that yeah. early picture go ahead. I, know, I love that because it, it shows who god is god is a just god and mm -hmm. he had the total right of condemning what had happened and that in in that process of applying that because of his nature he he decided to use a sacrificial lamb i mean it, it's such a beautiful image yeah, go ahead I, yeah no it's i it's it's a really again like a really uh beautiful like a hard truth to comprehend for us sometimes because we're not perfectly just and so even our idea of justice oftentimes is really skewed uh and and so we could look at that and go well that's not that's not fair why why are, why should we be condemned to hell uh you know i'm i do more good deeds than i you know uh and and it bounces out but that's that's because we have a flawed sense of justice we don't understand god's perfect justice because he is so perfectly holy so perfectly perfect uh to the to the perfect degree uh that that any any and all uh, misaction against him uh, is a belittlement of his glory. And, That's really and, good. and, and he can't, that, that, that can't stand. Um, so I, a lot of times I talk about the, uh, I don't know a ton about computer chips, but uh, there, there's little computer chips that uh, I had a buddy that worked at Texas Instruments. Um, and he, he worked in a, a room and, the, and, and he worked in this room called a clean room that had vacuums, air, like there, wow. there, there was no dust at all because while they're working on these chips, if one single tiny little piece of speck of dust falls down onto that chip, it ruins it. And so it's this idea that something that is perfectly clean and perfectly holy cannot come into contact with something that is not or else that thing ceases to be perfect. Yeah. And it's impossible for God to not be perfect. So therefore we're in this, in this state where, okay, we are always going to, if it's up to us, we're always going to be imperfect. He's always going to be perfect. We can't do anything, which meant in order for us to be in perfect union with him, God had to initiate and praise his name that he did. Yeah. Like wh while yeah. we were yet still sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah, that's awesome. He, he knew that we would be broken. He knew that we would be uh, filthy. I mean, he knew that we would be hopeless. And he chose to uh, obey the Father. And, and, and not only just obey, but he was there at the beginning. He, he yeah. breathed creation out. And, and he was part of the plan of redemption. And he walked uh, in there. And so he, he became a man while being fully God, became yeah. fully man, walked this earth, lived the perfect life that, that – we're simply unable to, we yeah. can't do it. And so Definitely. he, he alone met the demands of the law, which then gives him as he took on the death of, of a sinner, as he took on the cross and was beaten and mocked and scorned, he, he died. And, and he was the only person in the world who could do that, uh, who has ever, who has ever done it and who has ever not deserved to die. Wow. Yeah, that, that's, he, he did. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, it's it's just so beautiful because the cl the the class before we had talked about the creator and creature distinction, mm. and this perfectness that he is, it, we can never be that, mm -hmm. and and the relationship can only exist if he is who he is, perfect, and we right. as creatures have been created to. To, to glorify him when something got in the middle there this relationship got broken 
And, and I love how, how, you know, the lamb that you talked about. And then later on we see, you know, um, John the Baptist says, you know, the, the lamb of God, right? The whole that, lamb of God the takes, away, of God takes the away the sin. We, we see this like complete uh, connection with something that had happened so far ago where God was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to kill this lamb, but there's, there's a savior coming. Uh, that's, yeah. that is such good news. Uh, and Amen. this week, as we, we've talked about the fall and our total inability of, you know, doing righteous deeds, like you said, our, our, even our, our, um, garments are, are filthy rags. Whatever we do, we can't. It's so good to know that in that moment, he said, I am something, some, not something, but somebody is coming, which will mend this. Um, the gospel is practical, right? So in your life, in, in your day to day, this, this, this is, this is not only about the, your sin, but just, it's a comfort, right? To know that, a God loved you and called you uh, and his son came and died so that you could have this relationship. Right. That's right. That's right. And, and again, like it, it's oddly comforting knowing that he didn't do that because uh, I'm awesome or because of anything that I could offer him, because if it was contingent on me or anything that I could do, then that means if, if it's contingent on that, if it goes away, if my awesomeness goes away or whatever I could bring to the table goes away, then, then it's done. But it's not. It's contingent on who he is. Yeah. And it's contingent on uh, what he has done, which is, uh, again, the, the beauty of the gospel. Yeah. And, and so we, we then rest in the fact exactly what you said, man. We rest in the fact that he is who he said that he is. Yeah. Uh, and, and he has... He has called us, those of us that he's redeemed, he's called us his sons, he's called us his daughters, and we can, we can live in that, and, and we, can, we can rest in that. And then it affects every area of our life, right? Because Christ died, and because he rose again, he, he met the demands of the law, he rose again and defeated death, that means death is not the end for us. Because, because when God the Father looks, uh, and, and the wrath of, of sin that we've built up, he, he looks at us, and he doesn't see our sin anymore. He looks and he sees Jesus' perfect life because that's been then uh, attributed to us, yeah. uh, his, Christ's righteousness. And so we, we rest in that. And again, it affects er every area of our life. And so now when I'm, when I'm uh, in engaging my wife and, and talking to her, or maybe we're in an argument or I'm disciplining my kids or something, it's not about me. I, I have, I've been released. I, I don't have the, the, the pressure of okay, I've got to handle this perfectly and I've got to, um, you know, this is going to reflect badly. I mean, or I think that it should go this way or, or a certain way. And, um, and, and, and it's just not that, man. It's, I, I have a role to play that the Lord has called me to play. Yeah, and, you're free. and I can, I can walk in, in freedom to do that. Yeah, man. Thank and you so much. that's just one area of life. That's a, that's such a, it's just, and it's a beautiful thing. I'm really excited for you guys to continue to jump into that and, and yeah. learn more about who he is, what he's done. Perfect. Man, thank you so much, Randy. I know it's, uh, I don't want to take much more of your time. Um, right now you are, um, are you leading worship or are you pastoring? So kind of uh, a little bit of both. I'm still kind of in the rotation leading worship every once in a while when we, when we need to. Uh, and then uh, kind of stepping in and, and preaching when, uh, when, when we get probably, you know, once or twice a month. Okay. Uh, uh, twice probably at, at most, yeah. but once a month, uh, just 
um, Jake's carrying the the rest of that, and it's been it's just been a really beautiful thing to be a part of this. That's awesome. You know, I What's never, the name of the I, I didn't, It's called Northbrook Church. Northbrook, Northbrook, yeah. And and we launched right when COVID hit, and so yeah. uh, and so it's been man, it has been incredible to see God's work and what he's what he's doing in spite yeah. of the pandemic, in spite of us. Uh, yeah. he's, he's, he's moving in really cool ways, man. Uh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, I'll keep in, t- in touch with you. You guys, man, I love your family. You know that this is a, your relationship is something I cherish a lot. And, you, uh, Dave. you have been, uh, you've done, you've been faithful to the Lord that has shown his faithfulness in my family. Hmm. Uh, and, Praise and God. I just love that, man. Send a big yeah. hug to your to your family, your boys, and everybody, man. You too, man. Big love to the Franco family. Yeah. <laughs> Take man. Take care. All right. Love you, buddy. Right. Love you, buddy. Bye. Bye. Thank you. This was Unfolding the Word. I'll see you guys next week.